Hello, and welcome to the Fully Charged Podcast, coming to you live from the Mega Man Network. I am David Oxford, perhaps known better around these parts as LBD Night Train. And also, I'm not really live. This is pre-recorded. And joining me, as always, is my absentee assistant who hangs out in my head, Brian Protodude Ostrin. The stuff I see, folks, while trying to fix this man. The stuff I see. <laughs> there is no fixing me. I'm way too far gone. <laughs> well, bye. Coming up this week, we've got the Game Awards, and it turns out a certain Blue Bomber has a nomination. Oh my gosh, guys. He's up for Best Action Game. Out of all games. The best this, action yep, game. Yep, the best action game. But he is up against some heavy hitters. Uh, what's it see? Uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 3, Destiny 2, uh, something else I'm forgetting, and another thing I'm forgetting. But we're going to root for him. Yeah, it sounds like a bunch of also-rans to me, but <laughs> time will tell. And next time we record, maybe we can discuss that a little bit further. For now, we are looking at the 23rd episode of Mega Man Fully Charged. And it is one that, well, at least in title, a lot of people have really been waiting for. This one is called Minus Mini. Cue applause. Now, this one, the synopsis says that when Mega Mini is kidnapped by Blasto Woman, Mega Man must track down his missing partner without the full use of his own systems. Oh man, that is like just like barely scratching the surface of what we see in this episode. <laughs> oh yes. Oh yes. <laughs> well, first of all, we finally got the Mega Mini episode. Yeah, it's funny it would be the one called Minus Mini, isn't it? Yeah. That's not what I was thinking when I heard the name. I thought it was going to be like, you know, the opposite, the negative version of Mega Mini evil. What I thought was going to happen, because uh, I didn't, I hadn't read the synopsis before seeing the episode, so I was just going off the, uh, the title and the way they were behaving early on. I really expected uh, that, like, they'd kind of, you know, be bickering, and uh, Mega Mini's just like, I'm not appreciated here, I know when I'm not wanted, I'm out, and just, yep. you know, go off on his own. Yep, I was like, waiting but for... no, that didn't really happen. No, no, no. Instead, uh, Blasto Woman just kind of uh, socks Mega Man but good and uh, reveals why uh, they should probably put some glass or something on that uh, helmet of his because Mega Mini just flies right on out. Gets his little self lost. He needs a seatbelt, too. Well, we know he has the seatbelt. Maybe he should wear it. <laughs> right. I don't know. Maybe it's like riding in a school bus. Like, the seatbelts are there, but you never put them on. Your school bus had seatbelts? Oh, yeah. Here in America, I don't know how it is in Canada. But they all have seatbelts, but we're never required to wear them. And the bus yeah, driver... Dude, I, <laughs> dude, I grew us. up in America. I, that we didn't have seatbelts. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah, man. I moved to Canada after I got married. Ah, uh, wow. Yeah. I don't know. I distinctly remember putting my seatbelt on in elementary school on the bus, and the bus driver told me to take it off. I, I don't know why. Well, that just seems counterintuitive to everything they teach you through the first however many years. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, then. Yeah, moving on with the uh, episode, though. Uh, we, we get a little interesting um, background on Blasto Woman and finding out that she was apparently some sort of cargo bot. Yeah, yeah, something of the sort. And looking at her, like, her body type, you can kind of see that, you know? 
Yeah, make, makes you wonder how she became Blasto Woman. Like, was that always her name? Because I always thought she was more like, you know, kind of like heavy, you know, artillery, like aerial, you know, dropping bombs kind of thing or something. Yeah, makes you want to see the backstory. I'm kind of surprised they didn't really go into that more with like a, a pixel flashback. Yeah, well, I guess uh, there's still time for that. Hopefully somebody comes up with something good because I would like to see it. Mm-hmm. So this episode kind of like gave us a peek at what Mega Man is like without Minnie in his head. And he, he's just a hot mess. Uh, he makes, you know, old dial-up sounds. <laughs> uh, and this, I'm just, just imagining from like, this must have been so much fun for the animators to like put together and sound editing guys. It, it's all in great fun. But it kind of, the whole episode just kind of shows how integral like Mega Mini is to Mega Man. The two really go hand in hand. Yeah, of course, part of it was that uh, the aforementioned uh, socking that he took from Blasto Woman left him in uh, disrepair, and without Mega Mini there, that's kind of why he was screwing up. So it's not, uh, I'm guessing it's not as essential normally, but, you know, it's it's yeah. good to have Mega Mini there. <laughs> uh, the episode also solidifies Mini, like, I think some people thought he might be like a facet like of uh, Mega Man's mind or something, like maybe not a real physical presence, but no, this solidifies it. Yeah, he's, uh, he exists. He's his own Not man. Not just in Mega Man's mind. Mini-Man. Ah, uh, he was, he was full of zingers in this one. He was just, he was so funny. And just looking back at what I thought Mega Mini would be, I'm kind of just like kicking myself, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm really happy with the way he has turned out. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty pleased myself. Like I said, I know a lot of people can't stand him and uh, compared to what I thought he would be, Yeah, which is kind of hard to put into words even, uh, but no, I, I've, I've been enjoying him. Yeah, I would suggest to someone who, like, you know, has this impression of him, uh, like, oh, he's really annoying or whatever, to check this episode out. It, yeah. Yeah, this, this really gets to the meat of who Mega Mini is. I like that when he's offering all these suggestions for how to handle Blasto Woman, and he mentions like tickling, and just the reaction that Mega Man had on his, <laughs> like his facial expression. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was that was funny and maybe a bit on point. <laughs> it just kind of reminds. It's like I've probably had that expression on my face more than once when looking back at some of like the old like '80s and '90s cartoons where they'd like implement tickle torture, and that's just always yes. been kind of like it was kind of kind of meta. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I wonder if that was the inspiration there. Even if the tickling was like suggested by using uh, Elekman's weapon, but still. But yeah, who knew that he was so integral to the basic operations of Mega Man? Gosh, Aki, like he—he he seemed almost more helpful. It makes me wonder if maybe Mega Mini's not some other kind of influence, because like you know, without him, he was like you know wanting to do the dishes and be like you know good brother and son and stuff. And <laughs> not that he's like you know Bart Simpson normally, but. Kind of it, like, it was a bit more straight-laced than we usually see from Aki. Yeah, that, that was At very, least for a moment. Very interesting. <laughs> and then, like, Dr. Light, like, you know, coming in and, like, seeing Aki just acting strange, and then he just, like, looks into his coffee cup. Like, oh, okay. I'll roll with it. <laughs> He's uh, like, did I take the wrong wrong blend this morning? Uh, it's funny, there's like when, uh, I think it was when Suna was uh, checking uh, diagnostics on Aki and there's like a tumbleweed going by inside <laughs> his head. That was so great. Uh, you know, this episode really wanted, it made me want like like a Mega Mini playset. 
It's like a, a giant <laughs> Mega Man head you buy, and you open it up, and, you know, you got the whole the dashboard, the chair, and I don't know. <laughs> oh, man, that, that's, that sounds pretty sweet. I, it, it's kind of yeah. creepy if you have a big Mega Man head on your desk instead of just the helmet, but... Uh... <laughs> right. Uh, I, I'd buy it. I would buy the, it. And just all the different malfunctions were just, like you said, they were so funny. One of my favorites was, like, where he was just running against the wall, and, like, you know, it's like when you press up against a wall, like, you know, and you're, like, running in a video game. Yeah. <laughs> like in the Mega Man ones, and I think one of the, uh, was that one of the Good Guild or somebody else who, like, just kind of turns him and he runs off? Yes. Yes. Oh. Yeah, this episode had so many good gags, like, good visual gags. Just, it was great. You could tell they had fun making this one. Definitely. Although, the one they kind of kicked off with kind of left me scratching my head. Do robots eat donuts? Oh, yeah, the donut run thing? Yeah, yeah. that was, uh, that was bizarre. And they don't, they don't have mouths, I don't think, the Good Guild robots. Or do they? I, I, I don't know. It's kind yeah. of... Either way, donuts or robots. Weird. I thought they had something sort of like, you know, like the Gutsman kind of lantern job, but maybe smaller. Hmm. Maybe that's just how I'm viewing the seams or something. I'm not sure. I should, I should take a note of that next time. One other uh, interesting thing is that um, after Blasto Woman swipes Mega Mini, uh, she's looking to basically sell them, and uh, there's somebody who might have been interested in buying, but we never quite find out who. I wonder who it could be. <laughs> That's just it. I mean, it seems like, okay, like, you know, the fact that Mega Mini is associated with Mega Man just, like, sends the price right up uh, to this prospective buyer. Now, who are you thinking? Uh, Lord Obsidian, definitely. Now, yeah, that would seem to be the obvious choice, wouldn't it? Yes, I'm going with the obvious choice. <laughs> now, just imagine for a moment... What if there's somebody else who is really a fan of Mega Man, who would be into uh, robotics and stuff, who uh, would probably prize getting their hands on something like that? That Burt Wiley. Scurvy Burt. <laughs> Just a possibility. It's, yeah. it, it, could, it could be a thing. I'm not saying it is, but it's, mm. it's a possibility if maybe Burt isn't as good as he seems to be. Yes, yes. Maybe that's the... This- this thing they're building to, finally. It's a possibility. And, uh, yeah, Mega Mini, he uh, just kind of, you know, gets on Blasto Woman's good side by offering some repairs and uh, gets in there and ends up, like, disabling uh, her uh, lubricant uh, system so that her jets malfunction. Now, you're a fan of Transformers, right? Yes, I am. Very much so. G1? Uh, G1, Animated Prime, and recently a Cyberverse, yes. Now, if I'm not mistaken, uh, this Mega Mini's way of taking out uh, Blasto Woman brings to mind an expression I believe Ironhide used to use back in G1. Hmm. Hit me. What do we got? Leakin' lubricants. Leakin' lubricants. Yep, that's it. <laughs> oh. Probably not my best Ironhide. No, can't do it. I can't even do a Peter Collin. Leakin' lubricants. I don't know. <laughs> Alright, so we got anything else going on for this episode? Uh... It, it's this is one episode I would watch multiple times. I think it's it's very entertaining. It's definitely one worth yeah. watching multiple times just to catch all the little bits and things that happen. <laughs> you, you have to wonder if an episode like this is like Casual Friday for whoever uh, comes up with it, like you know, just to have fun with the uh, 
like for the animators or whatever i I mean on the one hand it seems like it'd be a lot of work but on the other hand it just seems like it'd be fun to just kind of go nuts with this stuff yeah or whoever's in charge of coming up with all the uh all the different things that they do yeah go wild boys (laughs) all right so with that uh, said it is time to move on to the news And today on in Mega Man news, actually this one's a slightly older item, but uh, not too long ago a patch was developed that can restore Mega Man Soccer to its would-be original glory. Mm-hmm. So this patch it enables the ability to for two things. We finally get to see the ending cutscene, cutscenes, excuse me, uh, which were. They were always there, hidden in the code, but for some reason Mega Man Soccer totally shipped without these endings for everyone to see. And the second thing is it makes Dr. Wily playable, finally. Now that was a bit of a trick in itself, because um, basically it was supposed to trigger after you get the ending, but without the ending, uh, it kind of like, you know, I, I forget exactly how it runs, but basically I believe basically brings you to one of those kind of dead-end screens where nothing you hit will do anything and you have to reset the system to play the game again and as such the whatever is supposed to trigger doesn't trigger and when you reset you lose the progress so dr wiley never unlocks properly originally no he uh he shows up as like his little head shows up on the player select screen but it's cut off on the right side you can't scroll over to get him it's it's just the darndest thing I'm honestly surprised that Capcom would ship a game in such a state. Yeah, this is one of my top Mega Man mysteries I would love to know more about. Like, why did they ship it like this? I don't think, I can't name a game that they shipped like this either, that's broken in a way. Yeah, it's yeah. just so bizarre. And it, it, t- it took a while before anybody figured out that, oh, uh, the game doesn't just suck, it's just, you know, broken. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Gosh, I mean... Because, yeah, I'm going to be honest. I'm not, I'm not exactly a fan of uh, the Mega Man soccer that is there, much less the stuff that isn't there, but... No. It's still... It's fascinating. The whole game is fascinating to me. <laughs> I just, I want to know more about its development history. And I hope we'll have that opportunity for those, you know, developers to talk about it, you know, in an art book or an interview. Yeah, that'd be nice. I yeah. mean, I'd, I'd just love to know what the pitch was. Like, how did they come to the conclusion? <laughs> have you ever thought about Mega Man soccer? Yes, why, why soccer? Why not baseball or tennis? Or why, why a sport thing at all? I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Well, I mean, everybody considers Mega Man the de facto mascot for Capcom, and it's kind of a thing that Mario does, so it kind of made some sense. I guess yeah. they didn't want to go full on like, oh, Mario was doing go-karts, so let's put Mega Man in a go-kart just yet. So maybe they decided to try another way. Yeah, <laughs> Mario. Meanwhile, went to uh, get get into a soccer game until um, oh gosh, after the GameCube was launched. Yeah. In fact, uh, as we're recording it today, it's the uh, anniversary of the release of uh, Super Mario Strikers, I believe. Oh, happy anniversary, Strikers! I haven't played that in forever. Yeah, it's a it's a really fun game. I'm disappointed they haven't uh, kept it going like they have the other ones. Yeah. It's funny, Capcom kind of beat them to the punch. This is our mascot soccer game. Yeah, basically. And then, like, later they do mobile stuff with, like, golf and whatever. I wouldn't mind seeing a remake of Mega Man Soccer, but get the guys at next level to do it, or somebody of equal ability. Just 
like, like I said, I mean, it was just, it was kind of a chore to play. I, I, I had a hard time keeping up with it, so. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. That, that said, it'd be interesting if, like, you know, oh gosh, I forget who it is who does those, uh, like, re-releases of everything. Is it, it's not I Am 8-Bit, is it? Uh, like the cartridge reprints? Yeah. yeah I think it is. Yeah, it's yeah. like, um, it would be neat to see a re-release of Mega Man Soccer that has the, uh, all this stuff patched in so that it runs correctly. Yeah, like we can have an actual physical copy that's finished. Yeah, Mega Man Soccer, the finished edition. And, uh, yeah, with that said, um, I believe that does it for this episode of the Fully Charged Podcast, unless you've got something else to add. No, I kind of want to play Mega Man Soccer now, but, yeah. (laughs) Well, you're welcome to it. And as for us, as always, you can listen to more of the Fully Charged Podcast on SoundCloud, or you can check us out on iTunes and Google Play as well. The hosting fee is ours, but the choice is yours. And if you want to find more of the Mega Man Network, you can visit at the MM Network on Twitter. And until uh, about December 18th, the day after Mega Man's anniversary, who the heck knows what's going to happen with Tumblr after that. I don't know if it's going to be a mass migration or what. But, um, yeah, the MM Network there will uh, bring up... uh, nice little rock tumbler of art and other things you can also find the Mega Man Network on Facebook and at the mmnetwork.com and you can find me ProtoDude on Twitter at ProtoDude and please check out my blog Rockman Corner you can find it at www.rockman-corner.com and for ProtoDude this is LBD Night Train saying everlasting peace out <laughs>